Dude, yeah. Five o'clock a world, man, when that whistle blows. No one owns a no piece one of owns our team. <laughs> yeah, man. Mike, happy Thursday. I hope you're thirsty, my friend. We are here. We made it. Oh, yeah. Thirsty as ever. I'm as bad as thirsty as Amy Goodman today. <laughs> oh, man. That's parch. Uh, so, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the Vogues right there with Five O'Clock World, man. I uh, had that song stuck in my head all, uh, all day today. So. Oh, not a bad song. You know what I had stuck in my head today? What's I was that? working uh, at, a, at a Luminati's, like, off hours. Off all right, man. Well, uh, the famous, world famous. Ooh, it was great. Every time we work there, they'll give us a free pizza. It's great. No, seriously, that is awesome, dude. That's a that's more than enough reason to go do a job at Lou Malnati's. Oh yeah, it's free pizza, and you know, like when you're working in the kitchen, like they'll they'll hook it up and they'll they'll give you some like <laughs> special off menu shit, you know. Oh yeah, they'll get you uh, the chef special. Yeah, chef it's great. special. Yeah, man. But uh, while I was working, somebody had left the radio on, and it was like just faint enough that I could hear it. Yeah, man. You know? Oh, yeah. But it was, like, very faint, and uh, they must have rocked out about four Boston songs, and the uh, oh. rock and roll band yeah. just stuck in my fucking head, dude. I, like, had to listen to it in the car, because it was just stuck in my head. Little Boston Boston coming at you, dude. One of the greatest rock albums of all time. Undoubtedly. I, I, I thank you for turning me on to it, because it was, uh, that is probably the greatest album ever made, ever released. So uh, this Vogue's Jam, 5 o'clock a world, clocks in at about uh, 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Wow, really? Yeah, it's such a hot track, though. Like, you want to listen to it over and over again. It, like, leaves you wanting more. Yeah, maybe that's how these young kids feel about the pussy rapper. What are these people, whoever these people are in the VMAs. Did you watch VMAs last night? Dude, I have to tell you, I uh, missed the VMAs last night. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was a busy man. <laughs> we were uh, you and everybody else <laughs> ramb- rambling around town last night, uh, getting ready for the trip and all that stuff. So, did not make it to the TV set. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> a pretty typical evening for me. But I did uh, catch up. I read up on it. Uh, it was all over the news in the morning when I was doing my workout routine. Uh, I mean. Pretty shocking, I gotta say, considering the talent that we went over over the last month, you know, the, the level of, um, you know, diversity and sound that we heard. <laughs> it's pretty shocking that, you know, uh, the awards kind of went old school, like they went to people who made music. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They wouldn't like... That's weird. NSYNC shows up? That's kind of weird. So there were all these incredible rumors about NSYNC and how they were going to perform for the first time live in like 10 years or 20 years or something. And apparently they have a new song that they've recorded for the first time in that many, whatever, a couple decades. Uh, that's going to be in the new Trolls movie. Oh, uh, there's a new Trolls movie, huh? Yeah, is this... Is this franchise like a major phenomenon that I'm just not familiar with? The, the, like, <laughs> yeah, this you don't have kids. Trolls three or four? How many? And like Justin Timberlake is what the star of Trolls? I presume. Oh, is he? Is he in it? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure he's a voice. I mean, he does the song. Remember, he had that one song. It was his last major hit. I gotta say. I never heard it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's very upbeat and it's very. Uh, it's essentially a Michael Jackson ripoff, and it's all, you know, every, he sings about how everybody's just want to keep dancing. You know, we all want to keep dancing, and we're all dancing, and, you know, it's all about uh, positivity and dancing. I don't think I've seen a, a Trolls The only Trolls movie I saw was that, like, dubbed one on Netflix. The, oh, the Killer Troll one? The Killer Troll yeah, was like a giant man, troll. Yeah. The old man spent his whole life <laughs> researching. I don't think I finished that movie. Oh, it's unwatchable. That was the one where the mountains are trolls that come to life, right? Well, not all the mountains. The, the, the trolls turn to rocks on the mountains. Oh, right. Okay. They're, they're yeah. like part of the mountain, and then they come out of it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was so stupid. Actually, no, I did watch it. I'll give it a watchable. I think this was back during the lockdown still when we, you know, didn't have much to do, and they were cranking out entertainment. Like, uh, like they Is also it? had nothing much to do. No, I think it came out later. 
post lockdowns. I don't know, man. Speaking of entertainment, though, you see the big announcement by Bill Maher. I did not actually. Wow, I am in the dark on on the Bill Maher news. Lay it on me, my man. <laughs> Bill Maher, not for him. This is not for him, Frank. He doesn't care about himself. This is for the people at the bottom who really need the work. He's bringing the show back, minus the writers. Of course, they did this last <laughs> and, time. And he wants you to know he's doing it out of nothing but love for the writer. He uh, loves the writers. Dude. He is a writer. He loves the writers. But he's worried about the people on the bottom who need the job. Oh man! And and to save to to so to like to save face, he's not doing any of the bits. Right. So he's gonna come so on to his monologue, which he writes. No, no monologue. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I kind of think I, I just found that out in the news that he I guess he wasn't writing his monologue because why would you skip that now? So apparently there's no monologue. There's not going to be any like uh. What are those future ads or whatever? Future headlines. Right, um, yeah. He does a bunch of bits. They're pretty funny from time to time. Yeah, definitely. He's so not going to do any of them. Now bits. he's just going to do the panel. So just interviews and talking to people, which probably the best part of the show, the most clippable <laughs> part for us. I mean, I love it when he brings on the idiots. You know, it's fantastic. The, the other stuff is funny. It's funny sometimes, but nobody's watching the show for that. No, I'm watching to hear what nonsense Michael Moore is going to spew this time. Yeah, I wanted to see if you're actually going to push back on the shit he's saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so he's coming back. Uh, I guess the daytime people, uh, The View is back in action this week. You know, Whoopi Goldberg was out for a few days with COVID, apparently. And then, um, you know, like... <laughs> How does it... Every time there's a COVID wave, the bitches at The View get it. They're the first what ones, What are you guys yeah. doing? Well, you know, they send the PR out, and first Whoopi or Joy Behar gets it, and then Jill Biden gets it. You know, it's the same deal every time. Uh... And this is the big week, allegedly, by the way. Uh, tomorrow, the 15th, if I'm not mistaken, if we are following the lore legend and mythology of the great uh, Alex Jones, then we are to believe that Friday is the date that Joe Biden's administration will unleash the masking of the TSA. Oh, really? Yes, it's supposed to unfold this week, or I believe he said, like, between the 13th and the 15th. I hope not. I'm flying out tomorrow. I hope I beat the announcement in the very least. (laughs) That'd be so funny. I'm not masking up. What if you're just sitting there at the at the gate, like getting ready to board the plane? Announcement comes on, and you just see all these ladies with boxes of masks. Of course, they're gonna out. have them ready. You know it, dude. <laughs> you know it. I don't think there's an appetite yeah, yeah. for it this time, man. I think more people than ever before understand that that whole thing was bullshit, and the masks don't work. Yeah, I think they're starting to see it. Oh, it's bad. It's looking bad. Uh, I don't for the know what the Democrats' man. plan is. They're being way too transparent, and even their ba- I mean, even people who are diehard Democrats now are starting to be like, oh, oh, "Come on!" You mean with the COVID nonsense? Everything, everything, everything. Uh, I have been so shocked on the response from Democrats. When it comes to the Biden impeachment. Really? Yes. And you know what it is? They have no ground to stand on. You're, you're going to tell me this is a waste of resources? What about the impeachment over the perfect, or what, you know, <laughs> when he called uh, Zelensky? Yeah, we had two impeachments plus two seasons, 10 months worth each of the Jan 6th committee. Which I'm sure we allocated plenty of resources to. I mean, and now you're going to complain about resources? Like, you have no ground to stand on. Okay, and it's not the appropriate time. We have other things going on. We had nothing going on for four years while you went after Donald Trump. Well, I mean, you have no ground to stand on. You know, Of course <laughs> they're going to do it. I mean, really, we shouldn't uh, do an impeachment heading into an election. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even... Re- I was, like, listening to it. I forgot. Dude, they impeached him. In 2020. Dude, 2020 is a bizarre mind trip when you remind others, like, you know, we had an election, and, like, three months into the year of an election, they shut down the entire world because of a fake pandemic. (laughs) Does everybody realize that that happened? 
Like that in itself influenced the election because we got all the mail-in ballots flowing uh, through the pipeline. And then to top it all off, about a month before, the FBI and the DOJ and everybody conveniently decided to work with the media and bury the Hunter Biden laptop story. Which, oh, looks like now we're indicting him. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, yeah, good call. It's kind of weird. Uh, CNN has been doing kind of a 180 on old uh, Sleepy Joe. It seems like maybe they're pivoting or maybe Democrats are seriously trying to get rid of this uh, geriatric uh, dementia-rattled <laughs> buffoon. You gotta, see, you gotta see CNN right now. It's Anderson Cooper had the breaking news. Hunter Biden indicted on three gun charges. First child of a sitting president to be indicted. I mean, dude, yeah, it's not like nobody cares. You already, you already indicted a president for the first time. Four times. Four times. It's four times in like five months. Oh, and <laughs> let's remind ourselves here, real quick, that we are now within the realm of a Hunter Biden indictment heading into a Friday. You know what's around the corner. Another Trump indictment. Come on, it has uh, to happen. Some other state has right. to do something, right? Uh, either way, uh, well, we're all distracted these days, and I have it on the docket, and I wanted to toss it out at you because we talked about it for over a month. The uh, Video Music Awards were last night. Apparently nobody watched it. Uh, that's okay. Uh, we talked about it for a month. We have to recap. I got a quickie. It's just going to give us a rundown on who uh, the winners were, and... I'll uh, let you guess. Uh, well, just a spoiler alert. It's all I can tell you who the loser was. America. <laughs> yeah, that's right. we, we all lost. Hey, Diddy was there. He won an award. <laughs> Everybody was happy to see Diddy. Right? Diddy, man. Uh, for all the highlights, all the highlights had somebody from our childhood in it. Well, because no good music has come out in the last 20 years. That's all I can think. Everything that's come out in the last 20 years has been for the moment. I'm going to get a bunch of likes right now, and it's, never, it's not going to have any longevity. I believe you know? AI or some sort of algorithm has been writing all the music for the last 10 years at the very least. It's the only thing that could explain it. That's crap. It's written by computers for computer-minded people. Yeah. Yeah, for drones. Drones. Physical walking human drones. That's what we've become. Uh, it's uh, zombie music for zombies, but either way, all those songs, uh, two minutes and less that we listened to, none of them could hold up to the hype and the momentum and just the monstrosity that is Taylor Swift. The era of Taylor Swift continues following last night's MTV Video Music Awards. The 33-year-old megastar took home a record-tying nine VMA trophies, including the top prize, Video of the Year, for her smash hit, Antihero. All right, you know Beyonce now is going to win like a, a thousand awards uh, next year. She's going to sweep the every category. Beyonce! Oh, they're going to have to give her a bigger table. Just to hold all the awards. <laughs> I just want to say that the fact that this is a fan-voted award means so much to me. Well, Swift, Ooh, who's in the burn. middle of her groundbreaking Eras tour, now has 23, surpassing Madonna for second place on the all-time list. Only Beyonce has more with 30. Oh! Uh, uh, space in Swift's trophy case. Of course. But we know all too well those are champagne problems to have. Uh, nobody could top the queen, or the queen bay, right? Is that how you say it? I don't know. From the Bayhive? Is that it? I don't know. Is that what they say? I don't I've never even heard that before. The Bayhive? Is it the Beehive? The Bayhive? Beyonce? B? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how people pronounce things these days. It's, I look yeah, at a it word. It's Beyonce, so why do people say Bay? Maybe, they, maybe we're racist and we white dudes say Beyonce, but all the, all the kids out there are calling her Beyonce. No, that's not right. You don't think so? No? No. Well, no. Is, it, is it Beehive or Bayhive? I never heard either one. Well, they pre they spell it B E Y hive, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so, my my P brain goes to Bayhive. Ish, I don't even know what that would be phonetically. Yeah, see, I don't know anymore. I don't even know what I'm saying. Either way, the best part about <laughs> all the things that unfolded at the VMAs are we went through an entire round of black female empowerment music for two straight weeks, and then everything 
<laughs> everything uh, came to a conclusion here, and Taylor Swift won every award. <laughs> yeah. The white country singing chick won all the awards. Yeah, and here's she's the hottest. Well, yes, and here's the thing about Taylor Swift, which uh, we kind of uh, dabbled with uh, idea-wise a few times discussing these tunes. You know, t- there was you know there were viral videos out there of Taylor Swift like jumping up on a stage at a random bar, picking up an acoustic guitar and playing the songs that she wrote. Probably, I'm I'm gonna say she wrote most of her songs. Maybe she's got a really good production team that writes like half of them. But you know what I'm saying? She was at least able to grab a guitar and and play a song. DJ Khaled can't even formulate a chord. <laughs> he can't even. <laughs> He doesn't even know how to use a. He can't even hold it. He doesn't know what he's doing, you know. And I, I'm I'm guaranteeing there's several people that were on that list of performers who uh, don't write any of their music. You know, I did catch a thing on it was Morning Joe and uh, Willie Geist. You know, Willie Geist. He's one of the journalists over there on Morning <laughs> don't Joe. Don't know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> you'd recognize Willie Geist. So Willie Geist had like a a deep dive one on one with. Olivia Rodrigo, and uh, yeah. uh, we we covered a, a tune or two from Olivia Rodrigo and Willie Geist and Olivia Rodrigo, you know, went in depth on her songwriting technique and what she how she really focuses in her mind when she's writing these epic pieces on the piano. Mm. And we we listened to some of that Rodrigo uh, music yeah, there. Well, I, I think which one. None of it even had piano or guitar, or it was just like synthetic sounds, and you know, nothing. It was computerized. Nothing was musical about it. Yeah, I can't even remember which song was hers. Uh, they were all garbage. Everything we listened to the last month was trash. <laughs> I know. Which crazy? <laughs> we didn't. We didn't listen to any Taylor Swift. I didn't even know. Did we forget she was nominated, or what happened there? How did she just sweep every category? Well, I was just playing songs from people I never heard of. I figured beautiful. Let's get some- that's perfect. You know, everybody's heard of Taylor Swift. Very Plus, accurate. a lot of the songs came from the category of uh, best new artist. Oh, right. That's right. And yeah. Taylor Swift, not new. She's definitely uh, new. an oldie but a goodie these days, right? About as old and good as they come. Well, when she was here, she blew the top off, you know, old uh, Bronco Stadium, Mile High, down in Denver, and uh, just wrecked the city for three days. Her fan base... Uh, absolutely consumed every element of this place. And, you know, Denver, it's a place that really loves the arts, man. We're really big on performance and, you know, artistic expression. Uh, I mean, big liberal town, obviously. And so, you know, we have a lot of famous people that go to, you know, well-known acts that are being performed around the city. And currently... You know, we're no Broadway like in New York, but we have our performances and shows going on. We got the Beetlejuice musical happening here in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> we're all about class and culture here. That's right. We got the Beetlejuice musical happening. <laughs> and uh, apparently, I don't know if you're following the news the last couple of days, but Denver making big time waves in the mainstream, man. We uh, had uh, my favorite representative. Uh, Lauren Boebert was checking out the old <laughs> Beetlejuice musical downtown in Denver, and she made a little scene and apparently was hitting on her vape pen, <laughs> taking some pictures. I can't believe I can't believe anything of this story. The hardest part to believe is that they made a musical out of Beetlejuice. That's what I'm saying. That's like, and, and people go see it. That's what's crazy. I, I gotta go see it now. It's happening. I mean, it's in my hometown. I gotta go check it out here, man. Right? Like. <laughs> Congressmen go there, congressmen and women. Yeah, we got congresswomen uh, going there. I checked out, uh, as everyone else did here, it was all over the local news, as you can imagine, the surveillance footage. <clears throat> uh, very cl- crystal clear, by the way. I'm shocked at how good the surveillance is downtown. I'm a little nervous, actually, at how good <laughs> the surveillance well, it's is. clear to uh, yeah. identify, for the AI to identify the faces. Well, if you need to identify anything about Bobert, you can uh, identify her tits because the dress she was wearing, my God, man, <laughs> she's definitely seen Pelosi's fella. I'm telling you right now. She, no. no longer Bobert in my book. She's Lauren Boobert from here on out. All right. <laughs> Thank you.
this dress she was rocking. Wowza! She's got some village feeders. Yeah, she does got a Those rat. are some <laughs> Grand Tetons, my friend. Absolutely. I was shocked. You think they're real? Well, I believe everybody enters Congress and they see Pelosi's tit guy. That's kind of me. <laughs> everybody seems to get... Look at AOC, Bobert, everybody. They, like, they enter Congress, they have massive boobs instantly. Yeah, where did she get those puppies? Jeez. <laughs> That's oh, the only thing I could pay attention to on this whole debacle. It was all over the news. And um, I don't normally dedicate this much energy to these ridiculous political games that are you know everyone are playing i i personally think she got kicked out because they knew it was lauren bober and they probably did it for, for sure political reasons to be totally honest uh and to embarrass her and uh she you know played the part well and um entertained i think these uh, gentlemen escorting her out it was a it's a very funny clip and here again in the local scene in denver man did they obsess over it so much that <laughs> I have for you folks, local Fox News here giving you the play-by-play. We want to now get to that new video from Denver making headlines all over the country tonight. Representative Lauren Boebert in Denver Sunday night being escorted out of a performance. I believe now it's Boebert. <laughs> At the Buell Theater, you can see it right here. Tonight we're seeing her reaction when security officers and an officer asked her to leave in the middle of the show. Bobert and her companion then seen laughing outside as they walked off. Fox 31's Ashley Michaels here breaking down the video now and what Bobert herself has to say about all this. Ashley. Yes. This chick is literally going to break down the surveillance video. Are you serious? It's a slow news week. We got nothing to talk about. Man. <laughs> Here's a closer look at all of that video we're talking about. Pay attention right down this in is here. Great, now, man. theater management tells us audience members reported somebody was vaping, recording the show, and generally being a disturbance during that Sunday night performance. Oh, now she's a bootlegger, a too? Juice. I didn't now, know the that. the theater did not name specifically who it was. And a stoner, apparently. This chick is out of control. Is accused of making a disturbance. Are you working for Kramer's guy? <laughs> You see the video, it's pretty clear this is Congresswoman Lauren Boebert and the person she was there with who were asked to leave. Now the video starts with an applause break during the show. You can see the two ushers approaching Boebert and the person she was with. Now the video does not show any of that disruptive behavior which mm. had been reported to theater management. So it's a legend. After arguing for mm. a minute or two, the pair, they get up, leave the auditorium. Okay, let's go to the next. I'm not kidding. They're going to give us a play-by-fucking-play of this entire scenario. Now, this is in the stairwell. You can see Bobert. She appears to take a selfie before making her way up the stairs. Then into the lobby, she turns to say something to an employee escort. Don't think about Hunter Biden getting indicted. Look at Lauren Bobert's boobs, man. They're huge. She got kicked out of We spell Bobert with two Ds. Escorting her out. Wilbert even pointing a finger in the air while making her point. Unclear what she said or what that point was. We know that a police officer was on. You don't have to be coy. She flipped off the usher. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's absolutely. I want more Congress members like this, man. But did not make. Can we get a, a slow down. Okay, uh, can you, can you put that a slow mo. I want to see this point. We really gotta break this point down. <laughs> That's right. I mean, just slow down I the mean, video so you can watch her walking by the camera. Wowza! Yeah, she looks great in that dress. Man, She's that's why she had to make a scene. Had to be seen. Had to be seen. You're right. She's like, I can't let this dress go unseen. Look at my boobs. They look fantastic. I got to get look the paparazzi up in here, man. <laughs> the problem is I'm in a liberal place, so nobody's paying attention. Half the dudes are f <laughs> They don't even care. I need to fucking I need to get these tits out there to the media, you know? <laughs> Video that takes us outside. This is Bobert and her companion leaving, heading out of the theater, walking. And at this point, there's both seen smiling, laughing, even taking a twirl and a spin as they head on for the rest of their evening. Now, as for her reaction, Bobert says, uh, on so "This just in: breaking news. Breaking news. Congressmen are people too, and they do have good times." Yes, dude. <laughs> seriously, it's shocking. This even the Republicans, right? That's crazy. It's crazy. It's almost man. like they're human. Almost like they're human. Uh, this is this is so stupid. Emma I can't and, believe how this was everywhere. Emma and I went to the uh, Rockies game a month ago. Not this recent week, but it was about a month ago. And it was the White Sox game, actually. Uh, Rockies-White Sox. And we were uh, perusing the downtown area. They have this really nice 
kind of media-centric um, bar, open field, uh, restaurant area right in front of the stadium. It's really beautiful, and everyone hangs out. And uh, we walked past uh, Raskin, Senator Raskin, I believe is his name. Uh, I, I can't remember his first name. He's a Democrat. I don't know what he was doing there, but he was there. He was hanging out. He's the dude who wears the do-rag on his head that you've seen him recently. I have no idea. All right, perfect. Well, anyways, he's a Democrat. He's hanging out. And I would Google it, but I don't want to lose the picture of Bobert's tits. <laughs> no, don't lose that picture. <laughs> I have it screenshot on my... It's saved on my phone. It's my wallpaper now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Go back to Bobert. Don't Google Raskin. Yeah, you know Raskin. <laughs> we walked past Raskin. Nobody bothered the guy. He's a senator, right? Who cares? He was being interviewed on camera by someone, and he was just amongst the crowd and stuff. It, we should treat people the same, right or left. Every, it's a Democrat place, so everyone was treating this Democrat with respect. I'm sure if it was Lauren Boebert, people would have been obnoxious and in her face. And oh, for sure. Did you ever see Ted Cruz at the games? Yes, they're always booing him oh, and saying shit dude. to him. I, I'm telling you, this happens all the time to Republicans. They get treated like shit in public, and then the Democrats are out there, and they're welcomed with open arms. You know, we should do the same to both sides, man. These are just monkeys dancing in front of the screen, dude. They're the, you know, this is the circus. Yeah, the difference is uh, most Republicans, they're just more respectful than most Democrats. <laughs> yeah, well, I like your theory that uh, there was no paparazzi there to take some photographs of her. So she had to make a scene and uh, yeah, get those boobs out there. Boobert! Online, it's true. I did thoroughly enjoy the amazing Beetlejuice at the Buell Theater, and I plead guilty to laughing and singing too loud. Everyone should go and see it if you get the chance this week. Uh, please let me know how it ends. Yeah! She didn't see the end. I love it, man. <laughs> a sense of humor. Had a good time. Doesn't care. Loves the attention. I believe it ends with Beetlejuice in the waiting room in his head shrinks. <laughs> Is that wrong? It's funny, yeah, we do all know how it ends. And by the way, I think I'm going to check this out. She, you know, Bobert oh, recommended yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, this is probably the best. Ever. Maybe she just did it to advertise the musical. Right, yeah, you know, bring in a little revenue. Yeah. Good call, man. Beetlejuice the musical. It's kind of weird. In New York currently, they have Back to the Future the musical. We're, are they not doing Rodgers and Hammerstein anymore? Are we no longer into the old school plays and musicals? Is it just uh, we're going to recreate these 80s movies? That's what we're doing? That's yeah, really weird. How can Back to the Future... That's gay. That's gay. Oh, they're doing it. You haven't seen it, man? It's like uh, oh. GMA always runs a special on it like every other week. It, I can only assume people aren't going to see it. One was... When was Spider-Man? You remember the Spider-Man fiasco, dude? Well, I mean, my whole problem with it is, think about the type of person that goes to watch uh, the musicals, right? Oh, yeah. Think about the type of guy that likes Back to the Future. There is no overlap. Good call. Right? That's, that's two totally different tastes. Yeah, I don't want to see Marty and the Doc singing and dancing and doing weird fairy stuff together. Uh, I could already picture the eye makeup on the guy playing Doc. Yeah, and it's fruity I know, with the wild, with the white <laughs> wig and the the flamboyant movements. Yeah, and... the and those kind of movements with the singing, and now Ugh. it kind of further makes the the old guy with the kid relationship a little more creepy. Yeah, that was always a little weird. <laughs> That was the one unsettling element to me with Back to the Future. Why is Marty friends with the Doc? And he doesn't really yeah, seem to have... It was the have, 80s. He doesn't seem to have other friends either. He just, like, hangs no, out... No friends. Hangs out with the Doc and, and this chick. Like, he, they don't really reference any friends for Marty whatsoever. As a matter of fact, he's got more enemies than friends. Yeah. In he, every timeline. Yes, that's right. He's got Biff and then Biff's mooks. So he's got like a crew of mooks and Biff who are always battling against him and nobody's helping him out. He's got no friends. <laughs> he literally entered uh, multiple timelines, which back then was the equivalent to the multiverse. <laughs> and uh, in each timeline, he had multiple enemies. That's amazing. They did do the multiverse with Back to the Future 2 
and now they did multiverse with Marvel, and they're acting like it's the first time, and it's groundbreaking. <laughs> I forgot what movie I was watching the other day. They did it too. No, it's it's, it's they did the the '90s was alternate timelines. You go back in time, and then you shift something, and now you're not going <laughs> yeah, back to the you're future. Right, you're not going back to the future. You know, no, you're on an alternate timeline. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> right it used to be like uh different alternate timelines uh different dimensions remember oh, the yeah. different dimensions remember sliders sliders one of the most underrated television shows of all time dude the the first like two Absolutely. seasons holy cow what a great show what a mind fuck you know i like the idea of uh and that one makes a little more sense <clears throat> with uh, the Jerry O'Connell character. I think he's, is he high school or college? But, like, it's with the professor, like, who teaches at the school. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, with Back to the Future, the doc, like, is just some kook who lives in this house. <laughs> and Who builds a giant amplifier so this teenager could come rock out. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's getting a little weird the more I think about it. Come on over, kid. I got this amplifier. <laughs> and maybe later you can drive my car. You know, th- we talked about it with El Pacino and Scent of a Woman. That was just the thing back then. Young men hung out with old men. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe, th- maybe that was the Big Brother program back then. <laughs> I don't you know, know we- You kid, we're going to hook you up with this mad scientist who's going <laughs> to put you on an alternate timeline. What is with the kid? And for with you, the... we're gonna hook you up with this blind guy with PTSD. And... <laughs> He's gonna come to your school and shout at your teachers for an hour, <laughs> threaten them with a flamethrower. <laughs> you, know, you had Finding Forrester, yeah. just some young black kid hanging out with an old white man, teaching him how to write. <laughs> with Sean Connery, dude. <laughs> so weird. I don't. Even, I never thought about that. There were so many inappropriate relationships in movies back then. <laughs> you're, you're right. You came home and you were like 16 and your mom and dad were like, oh, how's your day, Frank? Oh, it was great. I spent all day with, <laughs> with Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Who? You know, the crazy scientist up in the hill? Said he's creating this time machine, Mom. I don't know. <laughs> he wants to put me in it. <laughs> It's so crazy. It's, it is weird. Yeah, man. It is weird, too. No friends, you know? Like, Marty, why don't you get yourself some friends? Go hang out with the other boys at school. No, Ma, I like hanging out with the Doc Brown, all right? <laughs> He's cool. Boys my age don't touch me like that, huh? <laughs> and he's old enough to buy me beer. See? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's the best part. Maybe that's why they all did it. <laughs> We used to hang out with this homeless guy all the time at North Park because he would buy us beer. Wow, yeah, and I'm sure he would get to keep the change or at least s- steal a few beers from you. Yeah, man, it's a good deal, dude. Yeah, that he was one of those, like, you would see in a movie where he'd be like, hey, man, can I hit that joint? And then he would never pass it. It was, it was <laughs> it. Once he got past the joint, it was gone. Yeah, but why would you, you know, smoke a joint with a homeless guy? Because we were... Tr- we were- it was one of those where, like, you know, we're just pretending like we're cool with him because he buys us beer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But really, we just want the beer, and then it was a race to get the fuck away from him. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Before he robs you, potentially. Yeah, well, no, more just before he starts hitting on the young girls. <laughs> That's right. <dude>. Creeps. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, speaking of creeps, and uh, we've... Already alluded to it earlier, so we might as well travel down this road. Breaking news, people. You get it here first. Well, not first. It happened yesterday because you're listening to it today. But either way, uh, you know, give credit where credit is due to the production crew. Getting this breaking news and the uh, breaking moment here on this show. Uh, It's going down. It's happening. It's the real (laughs) deal. Hunter Biden. (laughs) Indictment time. This is an ABC News special report. Yeah! Now reporting, David Muir. Woo! 
Good afternoon. We're coming on the air at this hour with breaking news regarding President Biden's son, Hunter Biden. ABC News has learned that Hunter Biden has just been indicted on felony gun charges. Three counts. We have been told that count one is a false. They pulled him out of the makeup room. He still had those white flaps over his uh, shirt. <laughs> is that, that's how fast it was breaking. Statement uh, Dave never makes a mistake like that. He's always on point. <laughs> well, we all know the rumors about Dave Muir. He's an animal. <laughs> so we know he just ripped those towels right off his shirt. I don't have time for makeup. I'm Dave Muir. <laughs> Firearm uh, is... count two, a false statement also related to information required to be kept by federal firearms licensed dealers. And the third count is possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or addicted to a controlled substance. Again, three counts, gun charges. Let's bring in our chief justice correspondent, Pierre Thomas. Because, Pierre, uh, as you know, Americans who've been following this story uh, had heard our reporting uh, in recent months. There had been a plea deal in the work crumbled in the 11th hour and now not long afterward the special counsel david weiss who was appointed special counsel by the attorney general merrick garland uh, in this case uh, been investigating for several years after word of a plea deal and then it crumbled now come these federal charges three counts for hunter biden david hunter biden is seeing the consequences of that plea deal falling apart it's in tatters and today he stands uh, indicted on three felony counts and it all stems from the fact that he was addicted to I mean, crack cocaine. Do you hear the difference? Yes, thank you. That's you, I, was, I mean, it yes. is just... That's why I'm so... Hunter Biden. They're like mourning if, this man's loss. His plea deal is in tatters. <laughs> With his plea deal in tatters. He has to face the consequences of his action. <laughs> oh, like a 50-year-old man should? <laughs> So where the guy then, smoked crack. Uh, I can't talk. I'm, you know, I'm too heartbroken. I can't talk about this more. I need some celebratory news. Trump got indicted! <laughs> For the fifth time. Hurrah! We got 91. We got 91. <laughs> Unreal. It's crazy. The way they celebrate Trump indictments. Come on. Yes. And then this crack-addicted, gun-owning, whore-banging, spy-banging... <laughs> businessman wheeling and dealing with Ukrainians and Chinese and Russians. Now, we got to feel really bad for this poor, lost, misguided kid. He's just on the <sighs> just wrong path. Just a poor kid. Just a poor kid. Just a kid. You know, his dad is heart... You know, his poor dad is just a loving dad trying to care for his kid. I you saw know? a clip of Joe Biden getting kind of a tough question, if you will, about what's going on with Hunter and the laptop situation. Oh, you said tough question. I thought you meant, like, what's your second favorite ice cream? <laughs> no, he, it was a legitimate question from, uh, like, some podcaster or someone. It, it, he got caught off guard. I don't think he was expecting Did he call uh, him Jack? <clears throat> Listen here, uh, Pepper Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's a good question. You get called Jack. <laughs> it was a chick who asked him, uh, I think it was about Hunter... And uh, he very quickly, seamlessly, in a weirdly fluid manner, just went from discussing how it was a tough time for Hunter and him and the family at the time because of the fact that they had his son Bo dying of cancer. Oh, Yes, dude. He just directly went to Bo dying of cancer. Like, what'd you ask me about Hunter? Well, Hunter fell on rough times because his older brother, Bo, was dying of cancer. (laughs) Uh, The $20 million I took from Ukraine, that was at a time where my son was dying. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you do the same for your son if he was dying from cancer? So the $20 million went to pay for cancer treatments? I don't get it. Uh... Well, no, uh, they lined my pockets. Did you see my Corvette in my garage? (laughs) I couldn't watch my son die in a middle-class house. (laughs) (laughs) So I sent Hunter to go collect money from the Ukrainians and then buy us a mansion. (laughs) And during his time, he banged a bunch of prostitutes. They were spies. And uh, now we have to keep sending money to Ukraine.
In his defense, Zelensky said they were gifts. <laughs> we need With no money. strings attached. There's money for peace. Did you see uh, Sean we, Penn? We have <laughs> hookers, but no money. <laughs> we need more cocaine. Did you see um, <laughs> Sean Penn was in Ukraine again this week? And he's, Doing what? He's got like... Oh, is he giving Zelensky a VMA? <laughs> <laughs> he smelted the moon man down into a silver bullet, and he shot it into a rocket directly into the heart of Putin. <laughs> Coated it in uranium and <laughs> Uranium tipped. Radioactive, baby. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> now he's back in Ukraine promoting a, his new documentary about the war in Ukraine. Shut up. Yes, dude. Shut yes. up. Yes. Yeah, man. He's got new blonde hair. He dyed his hair blonde, man. No, shut up. It's crazy. He looks Sean crazy. Penn. Yes. Sean, 90 years old, Penn. He was all Sean, I paid a retard like 40 years ago, Penn. <laughs> He's, he joins the list of Robert De Niro, uh, the dudes melting. You think so? His face is melting, dude. Uh, he looks pretty normal. I don't know. He looked like he was Very melting. Very wrinkly. He looked like he was melting. He had the melt look going on. In the video I saw, it could just be poor mm. video, poor lighting. We all know uh, it's all about the lighting these days with the uh, high He's def. 63. Yeah, but so is Tom Cruise. Look at Tom Cruise, man. Oh, you know, you know what the difference is, though. It's uh, Korean Tom foreskins. Five, <laughs> Tom Cruise 5'7". Sean Penn 5'8". That oh. one inch. Really, it really makes your life that much harder, man. You look 10 years older. You know? It's like he's carrying the weight of one inch on his shoulders, you know? <laughs> Sean Penn is carrying the weight of working for the CIA. That's what he's carrying on his shoulders. <laughs> Damn. No way. Remember Mystic River? That's 20 years old. Oh, yeah. He kind of looks the wow. same, though, right? I don't know. Oh, remember Bad Boys? Yes, with Robert Duvall. Yeah, that was like the original Bad Boys. Fuck you, Will Smith. Dude, they're going to have to do like another redo or reboot of that for the modern like era of copping. <laughs> Policing. <laughs> oh, of the Bad Boys, uh, the black Bad Boys? No, I'm talking about a remake of the Sean Penn one. Where like, look at how it is now. They they should do a uh, the Bad Boys about you know the cops uh, in, in L.A. But they're defunded this time. They got no money, and there's like three of them. Now, Bad Boys is when he goes to prison. Bad Boys. Yeah. Really? Isn't it? Isn't it? I thought that was the one where he's in prison and he beats up the guy who raped his girlfriend. Oh, that's Bad Boys. No, I'm thinking of, uh, what's the Robert Duvall movie where they're cops in L.A. and they're busting uh, gangsters? Oh, yeah, 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 where they're going after, where they got the cholos with the buttoned up uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, polo. Yes, man. Yeah. It's Sean Penn Odele, and Rob- Odele, Holmes. <laughs> that's so stupid. So fucking great, dude. That's uh, Sean Penn and Robert Duvall. <clears throat> Copland? No, that's not Copland. It's uh, it's from the '80s though. But yeah, uh, I forgot what that's called. Now I know what you're talking about though. With uh, it was like blue blood. colors. You're colors, of colors, colors. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow! And look, they do use the word colors, so you're mixing in the racial element there. Wow, <laughs> powerful. That's '80s power right there, man. Yeah, dude. The fucking the Bad Boys movie though. That was. You know what they should do? That remake of that now, except he's in there. He gets into the jail for the juvie, and it's empty because we don't lock up criminals anymore. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it. I totally forgot about that one. Bad Boys. Wow. And then they just took the name and did the Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, Bad Boys. Yeah. So oh, Martin Lawrence. I'll what's funny about that is... Sean Penn was in the news speaking at this thing in Ukraine, and the reason he made some headlines in the pop industry world is because he uh, made a big deal about the Will Smith slap at the Oscars and how he wasn't allowed to do his Zelensky speech at that Oscar ceremony. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> I just like being reminded of the slap. That slap... 
that shook us out of the like funk of the lockdowns, man. I t- I said it on the podcast. It was the first story in like two years that everybody was talking about because it was the first thing that wasn't political. It was in two years. It you it united the world. I'm telling you right now. It wasn't man. about COVID and it no. wasn't about Trump. It yes. was like it was just oh my god, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> and it was a situation that involved a black man and no race was mentioned. <laughs> Well, it, was they tried, it was unbelievable. They tried to pull the thing on how people don't understand the seriousness of alopecia and how it afflicts black women. You know, like it was this whole oh, thing. Oh yeah, remember that whole thing? What's crazy oh, is nobody nobody talks about it anymore because uh, I saw a tiny little news item like three or four months ago on how Jada Pinkett Smith's alopecia is now cured and she's no longer like bald. Yeah, go fuck yourself, bitch. You think I can fix my balls? This fucking genetic, bitch. I was born with this. Ticking time bomb. As soon as I hit 27, it all fell out. I don't know what happened. Fuck you. You gotta get into the Korean foreskins, man. You're missing out, dude. I'm telling you. It's all about those Korean foreskins. Maybe I need Korean pubes. If I just rub Korean pubes on my head, will that make my hair grow? Oh, man. Uh, I know a guy uh, through Emma, it's a friend of hers, uh, back in back in the East Coast. He um, is a dude who apparently he runs a business and he disappeared for a minute in time, like about a week or two. And uh. all these people were like, you know, what happened? And he just kind of he he just couldn't go to his you know job that he owned and all this stuff. You know, like he had to call out. It was just an emergency. He was out about two weeks. And this is about how long a, it takes the scabs to heal. This is about a year ago, two years ago maybe. And he admitted this year to uh, close friends. He's like, I did <clears throat> the hair implant surgery. And he said it was the most painful experience of his entire life. And I that would imagine. it was so much pain, he could not leave his bed. Wow, really? And he just couldn't go to work. He couldn't function as a human. It was just, his whole skull was just in insurmountable pain. That's, that's terrible, because I gotta tell you, bald feels good. It might not look good, but it feels great. Gotta think about... Those tiny needles, it? dude. They're they're using tiny needles to implant each hair follicle. That's oh no no no! That's the problem, like man. A t- of like a t- little a t- tricks. A, a, like a dude, like a tattoo is a tiny needle. That's why it, it hurts, but not that bad, right? These are big fat needles, big enough to pluck out. I mean, you got to think the hair follicle has to fit inside it. Yeah, they're implants. I'm saying, dude. It's it. So it's a fat needle. It's putting holes in your head. Yes, dude. And then it's planting seeds of hair in there, dude. Like, wow, man. And then those things, those seeds have to take. So that is, that's like, you know, 14 days or so, right? Of just Uh, like. Oh, you think it feels like a million ingrown hairs? Yes, Uh, it definitely feels like a million ingrown hairs. That's exactly what it feels uh, like, dude. Oh, God. Yeah, man. It's horrifying. Not worth it. There's no way it's worth it, man. Oh, thank God I'm cheap. There was a time where I almost thought I almost did it. Dude, I think that about almost. It was was $12,000. Yeah, I mean, I think. I was like, nah. I think if. If you think it'll, I don't know. I, I believe if you've got the money and you'll feel better about yourself, then why not do it? No, um, no, you won't feel better about yourself. You know what I, you know what I told myself? Every time I feel bad about my hair, you know what I tell myself? I wasn't a ladies' man with hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just getting hair isn't going to make the ladies flock and isn't going to make you a better, you know what I mean? It's all, you know, you ever see that comedian uh, Stravos? I'm not Stop. familiar with uh, Stravos, no. <clears throat> you got to see this guy. He's this Greek guy. He's short, fat, just the goofiest-looking motherfucker ever. But all the comedians talk about how this guy just slays pussy. <laughs> really? He's Greek? And, and Did he, you say he's Greek? Yeah. And you right. gotta, the best was listening to him and uh, Bobby Lee talk about it. Yeah, man. Bobby Lee was like, you know, you're short, you're ugly. How come I can't get girls and everything? And he just had this... 
You could just see it in the way he talked about it. He's just so cool and collected. He's like, it's all about confidence, bro. You just got to go up there, take a bunch of swings. <laughs> and that's what I mean, dude. It has nothing. So if you're out there thinking it's because of your hair, it's not. It's not. And all the hair in the world is not going to turn you into the ladies' man or, or fix any of your problems. Nobody's problems are because they don't have hair. Yeah, you're right on the money. And you're going to strike out 100% of the time if you don't take a swing. Exactly. Michael Jordan missed 100% of the shots he did not take. That's right. Oof. Ah, it always comes back to the goat, baby. Yeah! Oh, that's, that's, that's not Michael Jordan. That's Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the other goat, man. He's considered the, the goat of goat. hockey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let's uh, continue talking about this uh, Dingleberry uh, Hunter Biden, if we will. Or should we skip? Oh, wow, Are we done? I mean, yeah, we tangent uh, like crazy on this show. Uh, but, I mean, we could... We could skip over. I might be done with Hunter. No, oh, no, no. Let's finish it. I don't know if I, you know what? I just can't believe they tried to let the gun charge go. You guys are the party of gun control. Of, That's right. Of, of common sense gun control. Right? It seems pretty common sense that this drug addict should go to jail for lying and buying a gun. Sure, yeah. But I still personally have said this over and over again. I cannot get over the fact that this guy clearly was banging underage prostitutes who were spies, and he was doing crack cocaine. Yeah, so was half of Congress. I know. They all are, aren't they? My yeah. God, they're just filthy, disgusting swamp creatures. Yeah, they really are. That's what they are. All right, we'll finish this Hunter here. Felony a- counts, and it all stems from the fact that he was addicted to crack cocaine, uh, according to prosecutors, at one point in 2000... I just can't believe we live at a time where, like, we're very openly discussing <clears throat> Barry Sotero, Barack Obama, smoking crack and getting head from some dude who's toothless in a limo, and then, you know, we got Hunter here, he's smoking crack cocaine and weighing out crack rocks on camera, and, you know, it's just, hey, this is just this is what, it's what we do. I mean, the vice president locked up more black people for, for, coke, for coke than probably anyone else in this, in this country. Dude, crack used to be like a major, like, stigma. It used to be a huge thing. And now it's just like, no, all the elite are smoking crack, actually. Eh, who hasn't? <laughs> They're all doing crack. Uh, I guess I just, uh, you know, it's a big club, and we're not in it. And apparently in this big club, they all smoke crack. So <laughs> more power to them, I guess. 2018, he was using crack cocaine every 15 minutes. And every 15 minutes, man! How could you? That's crazy. It's a, it's a fleeting high. <laughs> it's a fast fleeting high. Yeah, what are you? I'm not gonna blame him. I mean, he smoked crack every 15 minutes for years, and he's still alive. Like, that's amazing. Mm. Never catch that dragon. <laughs> To That's crack the cocaine, you know? uh, according to prosecutors, at one point in 2018, he was using crack cocaine every 15 minutes. And later that year, they claimed that he <laughs> walked into a gun store in Delaware and filled out a form to buy a Colt revolver. And in that form, he stated that he was not a user. Uh, of now, see, I'm going to have to call BS here because I have filled out those forms. It takes more than 15 minutes. <laughs> so, was he smoking crack in the middle of smoking this, uh, filling out this form? Well, think about how fast you can fill out a form if you just smoke crack. Oh, that cuts it down. Huh? <laughs> That's right, man. He's flying through. He's not reading any of the fine print, man. He's just cruising through that baby. Good call. Good call. <laughs> he was not addicted to any kind of narcotics. That was not true. Uh, and today he's been charged with those felony counts in relating to in relation to being an illegal possession of a gun, David. Now, as you pointed out, this was all a part of the plea deal involving his taxes not paid, and this was a diversion deal by which if he you know, had agreed to that plea deal, he would not have been prosecuted on this gun charge. <laughs> uh, now You seem to be missing a lot I of the know, story here. dude. Like, it's so unreal, okay, he, he smoked crack and he lied on the form. <laughs> yeah. He was also fucking his brother's widow, yeah. and then she got worried about his drug use, so took that gun and threw it out in a dumpster behind a school. And then the <laughs> Secret Service went there to collect the gun. Yeah, that's about what happened, actually, now that I think about it. That seems like more of a story, 
Right? That seems like as a journalist, that would be the fucking things you're talking about. Yeah. No, no, you lied on the form, you know? No, the, the form is important. And, you know, the plea deal, it's in tatters. Uh, this is all a tragedy. And, and what, what, whatever happened to the saying, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? This kid is just the biggest piece of shit. And then you mean to tell me his dad is the greatest guy in the world? I don't think so. Well, yeah. I don't think so. Exactly. He learned from his father. Yeah, man. These, these dudes are in cahoots, man. Come on. It's obvious. I mean, Biden's just doing whatever crack Pfizer makes. <laughs> you know? I wouldn't do Pfizer crack. No way, man. It's got that mRNA in there. <laughs> Oh, it's the best. Once you put it in your body, you can't get it out. Oh, that's right, man. <laughs> Those nanobots, they get to work right away, man. <laughs> they get to work. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing all sorts of destruction inside your veins. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is just terrible. This is a terrible story. Well, it's a swamp. There's no doubt about it. And uh, we've been talking a lot about what's going on with this presidential election, how we would probably be better served if... We just locked up Trump and Biden together in a single cell, including their families, and just put an age limit on everybody running for all offices. And did you see Nancy Pelosi is running again? I know. Dude, that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, it's did shameful. Did you see that? Uh, I forgot what the guy's name was. <gasps> but he pretty much explained why these old people don't leave. It, oh, it has to be some weird sociopathic mentality uh really i don't think i would leave either the way he broke it down the 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 way he the way he said it it was uh congress is the greatest uh retirement home you can ever go to yeah i was like man he's actually right i mean think about these people are making millions of dollars off of their position yeah they only work three days a week and yeah. those are the weeks that they're there. Yeah. Right? Man. And the way the guy broke it down is you have the best doctors on staff. You have interns and everybody around you. You don't even open a door for yourself. Right? Yeah. Why would you leave? Yes. Yeah, great call. That's why we need to implement age limits on serving and uh i think i have a little time to squeeze it in here i um i liked this little uh ditty that swept through the news this week um not a fan of the dude particularly but a fan of the oh, move yeah. fan of the move we have breaking news and it is big in the poli- oh do we not have time where are we at where are we at here uh two minutes two minutes uh I mean, I wasn't going to really talk about this in the next show. No. No, we got, I mean. Yeah, Mitt Romney's a boring guy. World. Boring Senator topic. Mitt Romney says he will not run for a second term, saying, and I'm quoting here, it's time for a new generation to step up and shape the world they're going to live in. NBC's Julie Serkin is on. That's all. I'll cut it right there. I like it. I'm a fan. All right, man. Mitt Romney. Uh, I didn't think I'd come around to you on this one, finally, when you're no longer serving. Actually, that's kind of makes <laughs> sense. Uh, you're out the door, and I like you now. The one decision you've made that I really support. I totally support. 100% support this <laughs> one decision. Thank you. Goodbye. Don't let that door hit you. Yeah, man. I like it. Uh, I read his quote in the uh, news article uh, when it came out the other, it was yesterday, I think they announced it, or he did, um, on how he talked about how, you know, it's a six-year term. <clears throat> he wouldn't be out till he was like 82, and he didn't think it was appropriate to be serving past 80 years old, and that, you know, like they quoted there, it's time for the young blood to come in there and uh, give us yep. their adrenochrome. And so... Um, <laughs> I really uh, appreciate finally hearing something like this from somebody who's freaking old and in Congress, man. It's like uh, refreshing on a, on a small level. Yeah, it does show definitely you have a level of, uh, of just awareness that the others don't. He's probably you dying I mean? or something. There's probably something going on health-wise that we don't know about, and he realized he uh, would be able to stick it out. Yeah. And so... Uh, 
it's Utah. I guarantee they have another Republican in the wing to uh, (laughs) fill his shoes there, right? But, you know, uh, in the article I read, they listed a few other uh, people who are retiring at the end of their terms, and uh, I didn't really recognize any of the names except for one, which was Diane Feinstein. She's not retiring, man. She's dead. They're just removing the corpse from the seat. That's what's (laughs) happening with Feinstein. Oh, they're gonna unplug the life support. Yes, yeah. yeah we're we're gonna take the corpse out of the room now and fill it with a new body. That's what we're gonna do yeah. here. Uh, so you can't call that retirement. Which reminds me, I did want to bring it up. I think we got a bit about a minute here. Or so I sent you a picture yesterday of the Fettermans. That was crazy. What is up with the new Fetterman, man? He's got a mustache. I don't know. His head is shaped differently. Dude, they, did you see him do that that clip that went viral? He's like, "Oh no, don't do it! Oh my god!" I was like, "Dude, what?" Not only that, this guy's not firing on all cylinders. Man. Well, it's not him. Also, uh, people were uh, pointing out on the X, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> they were yeah. pointing out that he, old Fetterman, stroke Fetterman, uh, had arm tattoos, forearm tattoos, and that new actor that they had playing Fetterman in that viral clip had no tattoos on his forearms when he made that little dance move or whatever. Mm, Maybe he just had it removed. No way, dude. No, man. There's no? There are multiple Fettermans at this point. I'm telling you right now. They, they, <laughs> they cannot quite get the Fetterman right because he was such a unique caricature think- of a human. I don't think Senator from Pennsylvania warrants a clone. I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's alive. It's not a clone. No, I think it's an actor. That's why it looks so off. I don't like the clones they they save that kind of money in financing for the real deal politicians. The Fettermans, they just hire some off shoot c-list oh, oh, probably got them cheap now yeah with the yeah they got the strike yeah. going on you get an actor who hasn't oh, worked that's, for that's a why year. they got five of them that's right dude you send out a bunch of different fettermen see which one sticks you know <laughs> <laughs> like, like you don't even you tell them don't even introduce don't say your name just wait till somebody posts a picture of you yeah right oh walk and around tags you you walk around yeah. in the cargo in the carhartt right and then see if anyone tries to take a selfie with you and that's how we know you're the fetterman oh, first one to get 10 selfies you're, in. <laughs> you're the fetterman yeah. you're the fetterman <laughs> <laughs> think that's how they do it <laughs> yeah man well they saved the real tech for the Biden actors where they put the face mask on, that latex could, face mask. Could you imagine, like, uh, all right, Frank, Frank, you see, you did good there, but your drool, it's more of a retard drool. We're looking for more of a stroke drool. Stroke you know what victim. I mean? Like, you're, you're not retarded inside your head, but your head can't control your mouth. That's why you're drooling. See, you're doing it more of, like, a retard. <laughs> <laughs> Not retard drool, stroke drool, please. <laughs> I would love to see the notes for those actors. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you, you see, you ate the chocolate ice cream. That was good. But you didn't walk out with chocolate on your face. See, that's... <laughs> no, no, next time when you slow down on the bike, you got to fall over to the left side. See, <laughs> slow fall, but a slow fall. Right? And Jim, Jim... Why would you come to this audition in a suit? You're out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the Fetterman guy, you got to show up in the sweatsuit, right? Show up dressed for the part you want, buddy. You know <laughs> what I mean? You don't come here in a three-piece suit. What do you think this is? Are you auditioning for president or for senator? Get out of here, you bum. Of- <laughs> Are you auditioning for TV doctor or senator? <laughs> Well, watch out, folks. If you're in the Philadelphia area or whatever, uh, you may run into one of the Fettermans. Uh, Take a selfie. (laughs) We'll, We'll be the judge.